0: The Browns have hey, a defensive hey, coordinator. How yes. about that? Look at that. Now we all get to pretend that he was And it's not our Sean Desai. <laughs> no. Dude, you say? Go ahead and say that I you. said we all get to pretend he was our top <laughs> choice. That's what happens. <laughs> Every time the Browns hire somebody, <laughs> we're like, yeah, he's yeah. the guy. We got a man. We got, yep. <laughs> absolutely. We got,
1: well, he was in everybody's top two, at least most right. of folks that I talked yeah. to. I mean,
0: he's got a ton of experience. I know Jason's
1: heard great stuff from people at conference. We him. all went to bed last night thinking that it was going to be Desai. And we woke up this morning and was like, I guess not. Did we think it was all going to be? I read two or three pieces. One from Mm. I think Sports Illustrated. I think Mary Kay wrote a piece. Yeah, sounds like. The interview went well, and they expect an offer well, soon. Well, it always I think they goes just got well. Information, probably. It always
2: yeah. goes. It depends who you talk to. If it's, if it's the agent of the candidate, they always say we are expecting an offer soon.
1: Like, yeah, it depends. But we who never you're know the source because it was, of course, unnamed sources. But and, 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 and this
3: is always funny. I've never heard somebody on the day of a hire say it's a horrible hire. Everybody was like, he was the man all along. Yeah. They got their guy. Uh, it do it don't matter if they had a contract on
1: the table for somebody else. Right. Jim Schwartz all along was really who they, wanted but I, to get. let's, let's do it this way. Yeah. I mean, if you're giving this higher a thumbs up or thumbs down based on what we know, yeah. I think this is a unanimous thumbs up, isn't it? Sure. Yeah, Can anybody no say doubt. no?
2: No, it's a thumbs up. I was trying to text some people this morning who've been around the league for a long time who said he is elite. Like he is an elite coordinator. He stops the run. That's what he does. And yes. obviously that's what the Browns need. And if you want to start connecting dots, uh, he, he was one of the candidates. He wasn't a finalist, but he was one of the candidates. That the Browns liked in 2020 mm-hmm. as the head coach for the Kevin for, job, for the, for the Kevin Kevin job. and that was before Barry was here. Right. So he spent a year with Andrew in Philly, but obviously Paul Podesta likes him because that's who would have been making that call in 2020. So for him to be on that coaches list in 2020 tells you at the very top they've had their eye on I him. Mean, for his quite pedigree some time.
1: is sparkling, really, when you consider the fact he's got a Super Bowl under his belt. He uh, won Super uh, a Super Bowl as a coordinator. The Eagles yeah. win Super Bowl 52, I believe. Uh, when the Eagles beat the Patriots, Patriots. in Minnesota, um, I look. If that's you look, what I look for. I look for a you know yeah. some sort of winning pedigree. Yeah. And his defenses have been largely very very
0: good wherever yeah. he's been. If you look at some of the the DVOA, which is a very popular yes. advanced analytics, uh, especially analytic, now. Yes. You look at all uh, his in his years as a, either a head coach or a DC, which I believe is ten total years. I think maybe twelve. I think twelve. I think it's twelve. Ten of those twelve years. He was top half of the league. Yeah, six of the twelve years, he was top ten. So like, he's had a and and what his only really terrible year was his first year in Detroit when he was the head coach's yeah. first year there. Well, he so, inherited a
1: bad team. Yeah, and it,
0: his only two really bad defenses were both he in Detroit. Was 29 as
1: yeah, a he was twenty nine and fifty one. Yeah, he didn't coach. do a good job as a head Made coach. Made the playoffs one year, lost yeah. in the first round. Right. Essentially, when you when you try to dig into who this guy is and and what he does. He likes to stop the run. Typically, he's done it with all pro caliber interior defensive linemen. That's what I find very, very interesting because this cupboard is bare. Yeah. So, th- what it tells me is the Browns' front office has recognized that they made a colossal swing and miss coming into this season with no name defensive inter- interior defensive linemen. And I'm sure that with Schwartz coming, that's going to be a major area of upgrade. I would go so far as to say I think the organization with this move has recognized that is the single biggest area of need. Agree? I said it all year. Fix the defensive tackles. You're going to fix most of the issues. Now, Bull, I think you're thinking wide receiver, aren't you?
0: Well, I still think in in the grand scheme of things for the team that, uh, that wide receiver is the most important thing. But I think defensive tackle is a close second for me. And I, I would say yes. I mean, obviously, they're going to upgrade the talent there. I would also say that hopefully, because you're not going to replace every single defensive tackle on the roster. No. Right? I would think that hopefully, Jim Schwartz will see something in at least one or two of the guys they currently have. Jordan And Elliot get and per- more out of Jordan
2: them. Jordan Elliott and Perion Winfrey are going yeah, to be right. there next year. Yeah, right. Right.
0: You're not, you're not going to get five new defensive tackles. Yeah. But, yeah, you at least need two new guys. Man, yeah.
3: Jordan, I'm going to tell you right now, right, they drafted him jordan elliott was horrible his first
2: two years well he doesn't have to be a starter next year necessarily was, but he's going to be on the team he was in the 20s i'd be surprised if he the
3: died. 20s the the 20 percentile. like yeah. he's the 130th best at yeah he has to show something I, I i mean i get the fact that they can't replace everybody yeah i think tommy togia is gone definitely is back.
0: Gone. i don't even think that's a decision that's No. It. i think Taven bryan has gone well he's a, He's a, he's a free agent. He was that a one-year year one year free year agent so signing. So he's gone. So I, I, yeah. you, you they need new somewhat. starters. They need new they need starters absolutely. On defense. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Now, I think uh, we, we talked about Deron Payne with Washington. Again, I, I assume he's going to be franchise tagged, but I think, like, I know the Browns, Browns can't just go bananas spending money this offseason, no. but I was reading an article this weekend about how the Browns could save $50 million in cap space without cutting a single player. Like, there's ways around these things. And if he becomes a free agent, like that guy's a game changer on defense, and that would be the guy to lead the way. I, again, he may be franchise. I think tank, Washington's
1: going to franchise probably,
0: I mean, but I would. I'm not sure who else they have as free agents. So, and right. maybe whatever their philosophy is, you know, franchise taking defensive tackle. I don't know. But if he goes out there, that should be the number one target because he is a game changer for that for the, for them in the run Jason, defense.
1: Jason, do we know where in the organization who was the pivot point? that decided that they had some really good interior defensive linemen three and four years ago, yeah. and they let them walk. I, Do we know uh, – that's why when Jim Donovan made his rant about this organization needs to be more transparent, yeah. I saw a lot of fans push back on that. So, you know, What difference does it make? We don't need to know. The reason I think this this is important, who in the organization was driving the bus that we didn't need defensive interior defensive linemen? I think that's important for us to know because it gives us – something to hold on to as to who the hell is to blame for this is it barry is it de podesta who is it the pivot
2: point to me was when they signed Jadavian Clowney and released sheldon richardson like
1: yeah but who was the one that was making that decision
2: i mean paul de Podesta was here when they brought in sheldon richardson when they brought in larry Oganjobi. so if you want to point to one person i guess you would point to he was also here when
1: they let them get away
2: right but i'm 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 guessing you would point to Barry, but I, I don't know if that's fair or not. I really right. don't know. Let's so be fair though. Say.
0: Sheldon Richardson's old, and Larry Ogunjobi is highly overrated. Well, he's an average player. I, 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 but he's I would take Ogunjobi over Richardson. Sure, but, but it's not like he's that good. Let's listen, what we have yes. a massive upgrade. Yes,
3: he's the best player in the world compared to what we have. <laughs> Ogunjobi had <laughs> a
2: pretty had a pretty good year or two here, and then he had a bad year, and then he was gone. Richardson was a a serviceable veteran interior lineman you. and as soon as they signed Clowney they moved on from him because when they first signed Clowney it's like all right well who cares it's a flyer and then when they cut Richardson I thought well they lost a serviceable defensive and, tackle and here a
1: tough guy
2: who right. was
0: respected in the
1: locker room had a voice yeah. and was a leader my problem—they don't I, have that
0: right. Now. I just disagree that they didn't care about defensive tackle. My problem with the Browns is they just don't know how to pick the right They haven't picked tackles. the right guys. Uh-uh. They've, They've kept, cared about it. They draft they defensive. They spent draft capital on it. They, draft, they just got it wrong. They
2: draft defensive tackles every year in the draft. Yeah. They're just picking the wrong. They right. just haven't developed the right guys.
3: So, yes. so they they pick
0: bad, then they don't develop the guys. Well, and yeah, I think the beef is more their ability to recognize talent, defensive tackle, and their ability. To coach talent, at defensive talent. or the abilities, or the abilities. I think I think there's there's a lot of things
3: that need to be said. Nowadays, there's this premise. Well, we don't need that position. I remember three four years ago. That was the that was the knock on receivers. Oh, you don't pay receivers. That you get a receivers second round. Now you see how great receivers are. You oh, we don't need D tackles. We have great ends. As a D lineman, I was like, it's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Defensive ends don't stop the run solely. They are pass rushers. Yes, you can stop the run on the edge, but it's the middle of the field. It's your middle linebacker.
0: It's your D tackles. It's the gut of your defense. It's the the middle. The, that's the soul but of you, your defense. I agree, G, But I'm just saying, I don't think that the Browns don't care about the position. I just think they can't. Eva- they've failed in evaluating the position. I,
3: I believe that they need some urgency. They they going Absolutely. in this all season? Yeah. Uh, they can't say either or. They better get defensive tackles or receive, receivers. I, I
1: think because, Bull, what you said, I think it's true. Yeah. Whatever they're doing in their evaluation process of defensive tackle is not working. It's not. So when you yeah. when you find that there's a particular position on the team that you have a horrible track record when it comes to identifying talent, what do you do? You go out and identify talent that's already broken through. Right. And that's or, the free agent market. Or, They've got to go out and get a big-name defensive tackle free agent. I Don't I, draft one. I
0: agree. Your, if, your now, track record's horrible. Usually the best players like that are not available. Maybe some older veterans. One or
1: two a year tend to come up. Sure. I, I agree with that. You've got to get in on it. But I would say
0: is another thing you do when you're getting it wrong is hire a guy who's gotten it right at that position and
1: let him help you pick the guys. I'm glad you went yep. there. So let <laughs> me ask you this. Chicken yeah. or egg? Because wherever he has been, as a DC, yeah, even as a head coach, he's had these guys. He's had guys who were all-pro defensive tackles multiple times. So my question is this: Was he? Is that just happenstance? He was. He was going to teams that already had that position. Yeah. Or is he turning guys? that are good at that position yeah. into elite talent? I, I think
0: that's a great question. I don't remember the timeline of like when he started with Albert either. Hainsworth. In either. fairness, he wasn't the D.C. And Jeffrey Simmons has mentioned there last. He wasn't the D.C. in Tennessee, so I don't know if we can give him credit for that. No, he's a that. special assistant. He was so, like a consultant. Uh, right. He was like their Yoda, as the way it was described by, by something you were reading about Jim Schwartz's I was talking enroll. to people in
2: Tennessee. He, yeah. he wasn't really involved in the on-field coaching in Tennessee was kind of a sensitive situation because they have a D.C. in place. He's beloved in that city from his time there, and the Titans were just sort of sensitive to his role. And he's
1: coming back in 2023, the D.C. that was already there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, So he's coming back as the D.C. So it
2: was a little sensitive to just what he was doing, but he was certainly a valuable piece to what the Titans have done. Right. Uh, it was just the logistics, the visuals and the optics. Do you know thing. the
1: position? Do you think that this is a case where he just was making these guys who were already good elite or was it just happenstance that everywhere he went happened to have a great defensive interior? If, if
3: McNuggets could look this up. I think everybody um, that's on that list was a first round pick. Um, I think everybody on that list of, from me gave that were pro bowlers mm-hmm. were might have been high first round picks. So when you got high first-round picks on your staff and, and you got high first-round picks on the defensive line, you should already be starting with a, a very nice skill set to work with. Um, then it comes putting them in a certain scheme. What you learn from all those guys, that those guys are aggressive, up-the-field pass guys. They'll they they gonna they gonna go to, they'll, they'll coach the pass on, on the way to the run. So basically, we'll stop the run on the way to pass. Sorry about that, but they're upfield. When they're not worried about oh you're in your gap and and holding people up for other guys to make tackles. They're disruptive. They're in the backfield. They got Albert Haynesworth, Sue, all those
1: guys right there. Marcel Darius also not on that list, but he's another guy. Another guy that he coached haven't. in Buffalo, mm-hmm. who who has had success obviously without um, without Schwartz, but again, it's just, and maybe I, I this is another possibility, not chicken or egg. Maybe it's this. Maybe his scheme. Maybe the way he builds his defense puts these players in a position to be really, really impactful. That's possible, too. Yeah. McNuggets, what'd you say?
4: Yeah, to answer your question, G, all four of those were top 19 picks, and someone bold just mentioned, Duran Payne, was a 13th overall pick. So that's a little match made. Where was Marcel Darius? He,
1: he was, was top coach. five. He was, top okay, five. He was so. never an
4: all-pro. But real quick, we're talking all-browns today. This yeah. is the news of the day, and we talk all Browns. It's brought to us by our good friends at Tri-C because Browns Talk is brought to us by Cuyahoga Community College. Tri-C supports their students financially, professionally, and personally, opening up the doors of endless possibilities. Tri-C is where the future starts, and it starts right now. Classes begin today. You got till Friday to sign up for classes. So if you want to join the Tri-C educational family, you have till Friday.
1: So, I mean, I guess we all agree um, that this is a good hire. Whether or not he was the first choice, I guess we can debate ad nauseum. Um, We know that Brian Flores was also a guy that everybody had talked highly about. Everybody was anxious to see perhaps what he could do here. But moving forward with a guy like this, we had talked about perhaps the personality fit. Is this, we know what his personality is. I remember when he first came into the league in Detroit, there were some issues that opposing coaches had with the way his guys did things late in games that were already decided. I don't know if you guys remember that, but they were, you know, typically it's almost, you you called this season a gentleman's punt. Yeah. We often see (laughs) that at the end of football games. I hate that. (laughs) When it's over and guys are just kind of standing up and they're tapping the quarterback and the play's over. His guys didn't play that way. And there was a lot of pushback early on from opposing coaches saying, you know, this guy didn't get the memo that we don't do that in the NFL personally i kind of like that love it i, I like well, that it wasn't dirty it love wasn't it. Yeah. Now, now there were some there, there were also that you bring it up yeah. some claims that he coached his guys to be dirty and and sue famously or infamously was known for as Nasty. the dirtiest player Nasty. in the nfl yeah. during those years i don't mind it so uh i i think i don't mind the aggressiveness i just don't want to see it cross an edge i don't think you want to be known as backyard bullies that are crossing the line. Well, but to be aggressive is something this team, quite frankly, hasn't had since Greg Williams. I mean, we talk
3: about them all the time. The Pittsburgh Steelers, they've been nasty, dirty. Uh, They've been all the above letter D. One thing that you got to remember, Baltimore. If you not, if they don't call you, if you not saying that you're a team that actually plays dirty, that means you might not be aggressive enough. The Cleveland Browns have been great, great uh, uh, spokespeople for
0: the world. They give uh, tra- charity. They rub you in the back with yeah. down 50. And there's a fine line. The Bengals, you know, the Bengals were a dirty team there with Pac-Man Jones and Vontaze Perfect didn't win anything, though. But they went to the playoffs. Yeah. I,
1: here's the thing. And I, we I, the I hope we've, I hope the days of Miles Garrett fist bumping yeah, no, opposing no, no, no. quarterbacks during the game are over. Because I think Jim Schwartz would blow a fuse over there. Yeah, sometimes we don't want you any
3: You've got to overcoach some the things that you're, you're deficient at. There's a there's a malaise in Cleveland. There's a there's a way we've been used to doing things. When you come in, you got to ratchet that pressure up. You got to tell Miles Garrett, listen, you're the leader of the defense. I'm going to see you fist bumping nobody. I don't want to see y'all hugging it and, and passing jerseys out with two minutes left to go because you can give them that clicker and you could go down game after game after game after game It's two minutes left in the game and they running the ball for 14 15 yards on you, right? Those are the things you have to take personally, and sometimes you you when you when you heat it and you're mad and you want to be competitive. Sometimes you got to cross the line a few times. That's the game in itself. But at the end of the day, you got to at least be pushing the envelope on saying this is what the Cleveland Browns. You're not. you're gonna have 30, 60, 90 minutes of hell if you come up in here and be prepared for that.
0: By the way, Damacon Sue was drafted in Jim Schwartz's second year in, in Detroit. So. And he was an All Pro, not a Pro Bowler, but an All Pro. Wasn't he the number
1: two overall pick? Yes, in his rookie season. Number two, and so he was a no brainer pick for the Lions at that point.
0: Um, Fletcher Cox had already been in Philadelphia. I want to say four years by the time Schwartz got there as DC, and he had his first All Pro season the year before Schwartz got there. So he was overall some of his best years were Schwartz with Schwartz. Right. Same thing with Sue. Sue had his best years in Detroit. You know, before we're not going to
1: see uh, an aggressive blitz style defense out of Jim Schwartz. That's not what he does. No. Timely blitzes. And I think, I hate to call it playing it safe, but let's face it, when you're Miami and you're playing Buffalo over the weekend and you're bringing every single, you're bringing, you know, the water boy on just about every down, there's a lot of risk that goes along with that. And, you know, we saw at times that they've got a quarterback in Josh Allen that will be, make you pay in those instances. So anybody expecting all of a sudden to see Cleveland as this blitzkrieg style defense under Jim Schwartz. That that's not no. likely to happen. No, but it doesn't mean you can't be aggressive
0: in the secondary, which the Browns were not. I don't, I don't know what uh, Jim Schwartz's philosophy in terms of how much he runs zone versus man in the secondary. But right. I, I think the, the biggest problem with the Browns defense is, was, they always seemed so passive in the in the secondary, That, that even more than the blitzing. Uh, yeah. That was my part. And
2: I think we got, we've got we heard from the players, and I think tyvis has pointed this out yeah. multiple times, they just got to the point where they were overthinking a little bit too much yeah. with some of the schemes and some of the things that were asked of them in terms of some of the reads where w- when they simplified things toward the end of the season is when guys like Grant Delpit started to make more plays. So right. just something to keep in mind.
1: One of the things I wanted to do with you guys this morning was to sort of just Put yourself in the shoes of Jim Schwartz. He's walking into the building in Berea and they hand him the defensive roster. Yeah, And he's looking at it. I only have one name, probably two, because contractually there's nothing you can do with Denzel. But as I'm looking at what I'm inheriting, the guys that I'm really excited about is one, Miles Garrett. Aside from that, what is he what is he going through now in this roster evaluation yeah. in terms of if he had to immediately put a check next to each guy, he's definitely coming back. How many guys in your mind get that check? I'd be more very, than you think. Yeah, I'd be i
0: I'd, I'd be thrilled with the corners I have. I know they you know, the two veteran well, veteran, I mean Greg Newsom was only in the second year. neither one of those guys had great ears, but I think there's a ton of talent at corner, I just think it was misused.
2: I've seen a lot of metrics after the season that yeah. Newsome had a better year than you think.
0: Yes, that's true too. That, Has Newsom um, had an NFL interception? No. No.
2: no. That's troubling. Well, sure. and That's
1: I'm, really troubling.
2: But I, Martin Emerson played at an elite level. Emerson was a huge, huge so success. So if you're going to believe that you're going to get what Denzel Ward can give you, Denzel was great over the second half of the season. Newsom is a as a third corner. I, I'm okay with that. No, he doesn't have an interception. He had but, to move
0: positions to the slot corner this year.
2: So if you if you give me those three guys in the secondary, it allows you to be more aggressive. Who else front. gets
1: a check? Obviously Miles, Miles. Garrett, but is there anybody else? Is there a linebacker that you're excited J-O-K. about? Jok, gonna give him I still check. think Jok. I is do this You, know, you know why they're going to give him a
3: check? The re- one of the reasons that I was so hot at this last coaching, uh, you know, coaching regime. And Duell says it. They, they they didn't coach anybody up they, like I don't know what they were teaching. Usually you could turn the table on and say, okay, this is what they t- teaching them. This is their fundamentals. Mm-hmm. What do they want them to uh, take on blockers, mm-hmm. run around blockers, they want them to set the edge, have leverage. They're building blocks. They do it. they they you can see what their scheme is. When you watch JOK, it just looks like they just said, "Okay, JOK, you're fast, go run around." He's There's no purpose. No, no, I no. Sometimes the club was like, I don't know what he's running. What like why is he doing that? I think this coaching staff will strip it down and they'll go back to fundamentals. Because what they're gonna do, they're gonna run wide nine. That's exactly what they're gonna do. And the reason you run wide nine is this explain that for those who don't know. Your defensive ends are out very far. Usually defensive end is if you say seven Right? Seven is outside of the tackles. Nine is another step outside. Right. So your linebackers are generally in the middle of the field and your and your ends are going to be outside rushing upfield. Didn't we see a little of that this year? We we not, saw not often, but we saw a little bit of it, but the, the thing is your defensive tackles have to be good. Like you Whoa. you they have to be stout, they have to be threats as pass rushers. And what it does is you can't run zone on that. Right. If you go back and watch Eagles uh, tape against the Cleveland Browns, you can't run on that. You just because the defensive ends are already out there, so you have to run all <coughs> inside games. Plus, it gives you another opportunity to get up field and, and make tackles. My thing is, I don't know who the middle <laughs> linebacker is going to be because that's that's a very important position. Yeah, well,
4: I mean, G, G, let me ask you a question real quick. And Kenneth you sent us a super chat. Said I'm going to love the wide nines right before you started talking about that. So <coughs> and Kenneth, they're on the same page. Mm-hmm. We kind of saw, as Jay mentioned, we kind of saw some wide nines, and if they don't fix the defensive tackles or middle linebacker situation, that's going to be a disaster. We're going to well, see. Well, obviously they're going right?
0: to they're going to attempt to do that this off season, though.
4: But you I'm know. just saying, ph- ph- philosophically speaking, and I do agree that's going to be the first thing they address. A lot of the stuff Schwartz wants to do doesn't work unless they find the right guys in the middle to plug up and ensure the fact that they won't get just which is why I'm so excited about this hire.
1: Yeah. This hire, to me, aside from getting a coach with pedigree. This hire tells me in all bold caps, the Browns knew that they absolutely screwed up last year and they are going to address it. You're bringing a guy like Schwartz in and you're saying to the world, this is the guy who's best at what we sucked at. We got And we're going to address the personnel situation, which is what we want as fans. They
0: need three new starters on defense. They need two defensive tackles and a middle linebacker. That's a a lot. That's a lot. lot.
1: Walker's a free agent, correct? Yeah. Do you bring him back, Jay? I, uh, it's up to. It's probably I think up you to need an
0: upgrade and a guy who's reliable. I've, I've
2: talked to players on that defense who felt like they need a thumper. Yeah, like yeah, they don't have. They yeah. need a thumper
0: at linebacker that they don't have.
2: I'll right I'll take now. That.
4: that. Reggie Ragland or Anthony Walker, you get to bring one back. Who are you taking? No, oh, Anthony. Oh, Walker. Walker. I don't Walker. think
0: that's even. A, they need their. <laughs> lo- they need their Logan Wilson. That's what the Browns need to get. They need that. They need <laughs> that kind of player. Yeah. They need three guys in the middle. The middle linebacker, and the defensive tackles. The <laughs> secondary's fine. Grant Del showed progress, I thought, at the end of the year. he has
1: gone, right? He's
0: a free agent. Yes, yeah. he I, I, I didn't know really played. Play. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, they he's, got three. he's gone with the win. I mean, I'm okay with their secondary. They, they, at, at, well, frankly, they need another defensive end too. I mean, they do now. They really, they really do. Yeah. But <laughs> now, some of this is gonna—you can't do it all in free agency. You gotta get, you gotta hit, hit in the draft, and hopefully, Schwartz. I assume will be part of the mix in terms of hey who should we draft there?
2: Let's be real, you're not going to fix all this in one offseason. You no. can you can uh-uh. patch it enough to where you have massive improvement. Yeah. But you're not going to fix all no, There's Too many holes in one well, offseason. Unless too many many holes. you get
0: lucky, on a couple of those and, guys being small free agents that are good. Unless
2: Alex Wright really takes a leap next year, which I think he can play. Like, I think he's – am right. I going to give him a check mark? Not necessarily a big red checkmark. There mark, is something there but with Alex Wright. Pe- yeah. You
1: see certain times. Yeah. You see flashes like, and I've oh, seen. I've there seen. He is.
2: I've seen flashes from Perrion Winfrey. If he right, can I grow up do. and mature you, and,
0: and stay out of well, trouble. Well, all of a sudden, if you sign, uh, uh, you know, if you bring in between the draft and free agency and you bring in three new starters between free agency and the draft, and a couple of the young guys come along could be a totally different defense. Yeah. Now, it could go the other way, you could bring in guys; they could suck also. You know, and it could, who knows? But it, yeah, you're not gonna, you're not likely to go from being terrible to great at that's, all of those spots in one year.
3: That's why I always caution new coaches. We, we last year at this time, we were sitting there talking. We said, "Listen, you need to get you some defensive defense tackles." When you don't get them, and you say, "Oh, we'd be all right." when you trying to start these young players and, and and they don't pan out. Now you get to a press year. It's fourth year. And we all agree. I don't know if you guys agree, but this it. You now at the doorstep. If you don't yeah. do nothing this year, you you starting over. So how it's it's a nervous feeling for me to be like. <laughs> We we on the chopping block, but we got to find three new starters, including two D tackles, and we got to do it in one off season. And like you said, it ain't that it's not possible. You can't.
1: Get, they don't even got the draft capital to do anything like that. Right. And and Stefanski's in that make it or break it year, and for him, there's a sense of urgency. He may not have two years, to, <laughs> uh, two off seasons, right. to bring in the personnel. It's imperative, I think, more than anything else. And this is the part of the building that I think is most under my microscope. It's it's your talent acquisition team. And that would include Barry. That would include Dee Podesta. What role in it Kevin plays, I don't know. I'm sure he has a voice. But to me, your talent acquisition team is made up of Dee Podesta and Barry. Those guys, and know we talk about Kevin being on the clock. For me, Kevin's just making the meal on Sunday. The groceries are purchased by by the talent acquisition team in the off season. Right. They're the ones that are under my microscope. And because I don't know who has the most power, I'm gonna lump them both together. Yeah. And so if we don't have a marked improvement on first year players for the Browns next year, the D Podesta Berry experiment is over in my mind. If it goes bad this year, I think everybody's getting fired and they're starting over. So I think that's.
0: I mean, it, it all goes together. Yeah. Now, listen, you
1: advocate for that, know, but, but, but you it but hear it doesn't it it, it. it gets so This well, is why I've been screaming, me. "Don't
0: do it." That's
1: <laughs> why you hope that it gets turned around and we don't have to worry oh. about any of that. Right. Oh. And then all these guys. Oh. Are here for yeah. So as much it, as we that, talk about, hey, Stefanski's under that gun. They're all under the gun. Barry and D. Podesta, particularly D. Podesta, because. I just think that he has an inordinate amount of pull in this yeah. organization. I, I, I would just say in terms of player acquisition
0: overall over the last three years, I think they're, I don't think they've been terrible, I but they them certainly C- haven't minus. been
2: great. I they, My, them the C- my colleague Zach Jackson's pointing this out often. The yeah. last pro bowler the Browns drafted was Nick Chubb.
4: Okay, I have a problem mm. with that. So <laughs> I have I, a real problem. That's, that's, was that 2018?
2: <laughs> that, was, that was Dorsey. That was the Dorsey draft. So it would have yeah. been, yeah, it would have been twenty eighteen. So, it was so the Baker this, draft.
1: So so the uh, Barry crew hasn't drafted hasn't drafted a,
2: a Pro Bowl. Your best players are from Dorsey. But, uh, yeah, Wyatt Teller was a Dorsey uh, was a Dorsey trade. Yeah. Uh, Betonio was way back. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. Miles was pre yeah, this Dorsey. regime. So, this regime has not drafted a playoff
1: okay. Or Was he I think Miles was Dorsey's first no. year, wasn't he? Or no? Baker no, no,
2: no. was Dorsey. Oh, right, right,
1: right. that was his first year. It's so sad that we had to do this. I know it is. <laughs> you know what? No other, team, no other team has to run through their Rolodex of GMs, coaches. Yeah. I mean, it's just no, not.
2: No, Miles predates Dorsey. So, let me ask
1: you guys this. this was is, Dorsey. This is where, was Dorsey. Uh, this is where the rubber meets the road. Um, is anybody sitting here safely feeling like, oh, this is the move that puts the Browns into the playoffs. There's next two year. things that concern me
0: about this move. One, all the anti-analytics people like it. That makes me
1: nervous because they're generally dumb. <laughs> I like it even more than. right? I like it even more than <laughs> because the analytics crowd is losing cachet every day. <laughs> number two,
0: number two. I'm a little upset that Jim Schwartz has got the last name Schwartz. He should be Jewish. That's a Jewish last name. (laughs) (laughs) And he's not Jewish. And that concerns you. (laughs) I went to Jew or not a Jew today. And it said Jim Schwartz was not a Jew. Wait, is there there literally a... Apparently there is. I googled... I googled... It's called
1: Jew or not a Jew? Yes. I googled, is Jim Schwartz Jewish? Because I was curious because it's a Jewish last name. (laughs) Now let me ask you this: Why would that make a difference for you? Because it doesn't. I'm kidding. But, but you would root yeah. for him more, but, but, but right? No, but you no, like, said you like you hey.
0: said you like Josh Rosen because
2: you're. Hey. Good. I, yeah,
1: you did. I, well, I wanted there to be
0: one Jewish quarterback. <laughs> <But> that's <laughs> true. Like we got no, we but, got we got good representation in a lot of areas I care about, but we got nothing at quarterback. You, the last Jewish look, quarterback is you got was entertainment
3: Jake locked out. He, okay, he, you got he, entertainment he, locked yeah, out. Yeah, we the do. First person I've ever heard yeah. overtly. A uh, uh, stand up and say, "I listen. I'm a homer for the Jewish people. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like, like who does that? Like no one does that. You're the first person to do you it. You know what? Though? Given, the, given their history,
1: I'm okay with that. Yeah, Paul, you're allowed Thank to do you. that. There in fact,
0: go. I encourage you so, to do that." I don't. I, I'm joking that I really
1: I don't really care that he's not Jewish, but I just think it was funny. But but no, but, but I does bother you that because I don't? He's not in the analytics bucket. He's not. No. And if but he's wh- not in the anti-analytics bucket either. As well, far he as was I can part tell of
0: The Eagles organization and they're very heavily analytics. Very based, heavily. So, so. Yeah.
2: if you if if it was gonna be an analytics hire, it probably would have been Sean Desai. Right. That's I would right. think
1: so too. And the fact Desai's that pedigree, he he's got his doctorate from Temple, he's got his yeah. masters from Columbia, his undergrad from BU. I mean, this guy, yeah. when I saw his resume, even before I heard the interview went well, I go, Oh, there's their guy. Right there, he's you one of them. Have you seen he's walk- an Ivy Leaguer. People sending me clips about him. He's like, man,
3: this guy's really sharp. The, I think when you break down his hire, you got the first bucket of people, right? If it was the analytics, would be like, ooh, the people that they really wanted to hire. They were, if they was if they made the playoffs, they was gonna hire him if they needed a new coordinator because they had some more time. Yeah. So they, this could go bad or good. But yeah, so you could, right. Yeah, you're That's absolutely true. right. The splash was the, the splash was your boy uh, 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 Flores. 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 Yes. But here's what they thought. Well, you know what? If he come here and do well, he's out of here. He's a head coach next year. And we're doing this
1: all over again. I'm not sure I don't that's buy that true. they thought
0: that. Uh, I, I, mean, I
1: think he, your boy Jeff
0: Lloyd is lost
2: on I've it. I've
1: talked to folks that cover the NFL and have yeah. done it for a long time as a living that are fearful that Flores isn't getting it.
2: That's exactly where that's not, where not I'm not at. I said that on the show. Or, I don't think he's ever or, getting it. Or,
1: or, or, yeah. or I mean, he's he he very or, interesting. I, I don't think you don't
0: hire a guy because you worry he's going to get another job next year. I no, think no, that's no, 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 no,
2: no, no. You don't hire a guy because he's burning down your organization. Yes, that's it. That's it. So they.
0: Oh, listen,
3: that's a gentleman's blackball. That's a, <laughs> well, listen, that happens all the time. Gentlemen's black. black ball. balls. That is a gentleman didn't ball. they didn't really capepernick you. <laughs> But they really, they did hit you with the elite go down. You've been exiled a little bit. We'll get, and, and now you're the new Rooney rule, gentlemen's right? Wife. That's the high Rooney rule, right? Like, because he might, he's actually qualified and can get the job. Yeah. So they're like, you know what? We're going to give you high. We're going to give you the best
1: interviews of all time. <laughs> we're going to call you back I, and everything and then go ahead and with yeah. blackball you. I thought Bobby his it. statements that obviously a head coaching job is more appealing. Bef, bef, you know, after his Browns interview. See, year, that's what I'm saying. I, if I'm if I'm hiring, if I'm making that hire, that turns me off right now. I'm just he, like, nope, he's not our guy. He looking, he's, he's not looking, our guy. He's
0: looking to do something I, else. I, I think Schwartz was always their first choice.
1: Yeah, I don't think you
2: can be scared off by that because you want people that – if you're a healthy organization, you want people to grow and leave and then have someone 100%. ready to come up. Yeah. By, that, like, that's, that's what the Guardians have done I think for That's years. true, but
1: you also – because defensive coordinator is – I'll make this case – I think the defensive coordinator is the second most important person on the staff because yep. he's so Jay, high up. Is that up,
4: this staff or is that any football This staff. staff this no, staff. this staff. Yeah, right. It's
1: the second highest, most important no position. To your point, I don't want to do this all over again next year. And I then, don't want to go through this. This is painful. And his, and his defense, Flores, is totally different yeah, yeah. from the rest of the – It like, is. So now yeah, you, you're now, making big adjustments. So we make
0: adjustments, go get the people. Now you go. On. Now we got these people here. And it's like, what? Yeah. But, but I agree with you, Jason. I, I Whenever I speak to, when, I, when I've talked to like up-and-coming sports radio people or sports people in Cleveland I or whatever, anybody coming up, I'm always like, do your job as if you're trying to get a job in New York. Whether you want to work in Cleveland the rest of your life, do your job as if you're trying to get a job in New York. Not Don't, don't just say, well, okay, I don't need to work that hard. I don't need to move up the, the ladder or whatever.
1: And that's fine. That's understandable. Yeah. But again, when... I think all things being equal, Jim Schwartz. I don't know that he'll get another chance of being a head coach. No, no, I don't. I doubt it. Fifty-six, probably probably not. And so I think the hire (laughs) of Schwartz is very safe because this is a guy that, if they have instant success, I could see him being the defensive coordinator here for over five years. Well, where
0: did did he have his best success as the DC in Philly? What was the situation there? A younger head coach, right? Who was an offensive guy? Sure. Same thing. I, I mean. And I was—I can't even remember whose article I was reading. I was reading so many articles this morning, but but basically that this person was saying that like there, Stefanski and Schwartz are a good combo because Schwartz is going to basically be the head coach of the defense, right? And he's not looking to take Kevin Stefanski's job.
1: And that's why I, I this morning we're I feel both. I'm excited because it's a huge yeah. upgrade from where we were. Yeah. This guy has head coaching experience. He is a pedigreed defensive coordinator. I think even with the same personnel, our defense made an
4: upgrade. Uh, today. absolutely. Yeah, McNuggets. So on Friday, in case anyone missed the show, we had DeQuel Jackson on. Yeah, Dequell didn't play for Jim Schwartz specifically. Right. Schwartz, Sh- Mike. So I said Schwartz. Schwartz. Not, you said Schwartz. I said Schwartz. Come on now. Dude, 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 we can say Schwartz how we want, Bull. Come on. brotherhood. You can't, you can't was, be throwing me under the bus. That was embarrassing. That was embarrassing. But we had, we had DeQuel on, and DeQuel talked about the kind of coach he knows Schwartz. Bull, is that you. acceptable? Yeah, it's Schwartz acceptable. to be. Uh, let's take listen this is the call on friday
3: i never played for jim swartz but i've spent some time he's around him. Schwartz, he's a no-nonsense dude. guy okay and good. If, anybody, if anybody can come in <laughs> and light a fire up under anyone's tail it's him he's a no-nonsense guy you either love him or you or you hate him but he's gonna he's gonna push guys he, no matter if you're miles garrett or a guy off the street he's gonna push you. he's gonna be the same way so again I go back to, I heard Brad say this earlier. It's about, it's about personality. Who can motivate you guys? Who are the, who can you bring in to get this defense to play up to their potential and far exceed?
0: Yeah, there you go. No doubt about it. Uh, Dequell did pronounce it wrong too. By the way, speaking of pronunciations, somebody today is James Earl Jones, 92nd birthday. And I think we'd all- wow. I think we'd all agree that if, if you had to hire someone to narrate your life, you'd pick James Earl Hell, Jones. Out, without question. I mean, is there any better choice? No. I mean, James Earl Jones, shout out to him because yeah. people don't re- re- realize he was in
3: uh the Barbarian he was and he was kind of jacked he was he was on I don't know what yeah. he was on
0: back then allegedly yeah. but he was like well he, he Arnold was giving him he, some shoot. I said you James Earl Jones was out he, here he, only guy the only other guy I put in the discussion is Morgan Freeman but James Earl Jones is yeah. definitely number one James
1: is he's, he's so authoritative but somebody you
0: know? in honor of his 92nd birthday I don't know who did this but somebody tweeted out an old video from 40 50 years ago of James Earl Jones doing a, the, the voice for a documentary about the Cuyahoga River. And in that documentary,
1: he said, Cuyahoga, no kidding, which means wow. the, powers kind of of the me told him that we might have to all change the way we say it. Well, if James says Cuyahoga, I gotta it's go, Kyle. Look how the
4: tables have turned. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, he's the authoritative voice of all. That's James Earl Jones, the voice of God.
3: I wonder. I wonder how. I wonder how much you, get, you would have to pay him to like do voiceovers. It ain't cheap. Oh my God. I wonder if he still does it on ninety two. Yeah. I mean, is it the, like could you get him for like, I don't know. Oh, like an bucks? ultimate Cleveland sports show. <laughs> yeah. Open. <laughs> no, he. All he got to do is say three words. This so, is
1: the ultimate Cleveland sports <laughs> show.
3: That, hey, Steve, That's all I want. Remember, Steve, where are you at? Get that on. Can yeah, we get let's him
0: let's But remember, there was a movie. I don't remember the name of it. But there was a movie with Will Ferrell where he was like walking. It, 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 that There was a woman narrating his whole life. Like he turned up. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I can't yeah, remember yeah. the name of the movie. Was, but like, um, can you imagine you're just walking around and James Earl Jones is narrating everything you're
1: doing? In your does, life. does
2: Frank Caliendo do a James Earl Jones? Can we get Frank to get I it? bet he
1: does. Yeah. He does everybody else. <laughs> so Frank, Frank is do, so good. Yeah, do we do you can know just Frank? Get you Frank. know everybody. I
4: do know Frank. Can we get Frank on?
1: You know what? Let me, let me give it a shot right now. All right, so
4: while Jay's texting Frank. I, I will say, he loves
1: publicity, any kind of publicity. Tell him he does. While,
4: he, J- while Jay's texting Frank, though, he did ask a question earlier. We didn't get a chance to answer because we got off on the Jew or not Jew, is Schwartz Jewish or not. <laughs> uh, G, I'll start with you. We'll go around the corner. Yeah. Does this Jim Schwartz hire make the Browns a, uh, a playoff team next year? Like, is that just immediately by itself a boost? But not by itself. Not by itself. They have such gaping holes that they
1: have to address. (laughs) However, as I said, this morning I'm excited because I believe without changing any personnel on the defensive side of the football, their defense got better. Uh,
3: So, I I like the premise with that. I I think that they will actually be more fundamentally sound. They won't give up a bunch of missed assignments and 150 yards on the ground to no-name backs because they're not in their gaps. I think that'll help. Uh, but ultimately, it's going to come down to these defenses. What can they get? To me, it comes down to what, how creative Andrew Barry is this year. He's going to have to earn his money because he's going to have to use everything. He's going to have to use trades. He's going to have to draft well. He's going to have to go to free agency and send some money. And he's going to have to hope some of his people that he drafted before develop yeah. for this to be a hit.
2: We yes. talked during the season about how the Browns run defense was historically bad. It hadn't been this bad the uh what was it the epa of, of the rush defense was the worst in 25 years right. since they started keeping the stat this hire tells me the Browns said we're gonna fix the run we're gonna fix the run defense we're gonna figure out how to stop the run because that's what jim schwartz defenses do now do you need the personnel to go along with that yeah sure we've been talking about it all morning but this was the first step in saying yeah. this was the problem this is what held us back all season long we have to fix this he's the guy to fix it
0: uh does jim schwartz are the Browns a better football team today than they were yesterday? I believe they are. Are they definitely a playoff team? Of course not. That's absurd. There's no way they could definitely be a playoff team because I don't know what Deshaun Watson is. We can talk about the defense all we want, they can fix the run defense, they can play well. Deshaun Watson has to be Deshaun Watson, especially in the AFC. You can get away with mediocre quarterback play in the NFC. You can't get away with that in the AFC because all the good quarterbacks in the league right now are in the AFC. Oh, That's just the way it is. Oh, yeah, but the, you
1: say that. I watched a third-string quarterback from Miami damn near beat Buffalo. I hear you. Well, he and might
0: it, be good, too. I, I hear you. Listen. <laughs> I, well, I
1: also watched him struggle to score six <laughs> points the week before. You, you know yeah. what? Uh,
0: the Bills didn't play great. The Bengals didn't play great. In the end, right. they bo- good teams find a way to win in those games, and even when they're not playing their best games and look out for sunshine all of a sudden Trevor Lawrence is oh, no is, is, is pulling up saying what i'm good now to the, the Bengals Chiefs and and uh Bills are good you know barring catastrophic injuries are probably going to be in the playoffs every year all these the quarterbacks the are under 26 years yes. old yes
2: whoever Who would have guessed in september the dolphins and Jaguars would be playoff teams this year. They were on nobody's list. No one. So it's impossible to sit here today and say who is and who's not a playoff listen, team next it, year. And listen, it
1: wouldn't be nearly as dramatic a leap for these Browns. No. Who we've all said the roster's there, the pieces. The, the Browns could the definitely be there. a
0: playoff team next year. Yes. I mean
1: they're not the, you know, they're
0: not uh, the Texans where you're like, there's no chance to I mean, listen,
2: team. we've talked about it all year. Fall on the onside kick. Don't throw the pick against right. the Chargers. There's yes. two wins. But in the uh, end, you know, there's and and Bright gets you in.
0: But, but guys, in the end, it's going to come down to how good is Deshaun Watson.
2: Yes, 100%. Right? For sure, if Deshaun
0: Watson gets back to the guy he was in Houston, I think there's a good chance to be a playoff team. Think about this. You got the
3: best running back. Yeah. You got arguably the best defensive end. You got one of the best offensive linemen. I, I don't understand. It's crazy. Like, you you
1: got nice young. I think they got the best rookie. Well, corner. your term of studs and duds, I think that's what this team has yes. become. Unfortunately, the pieces that you have to as- accumulate to put around superstars to win championships, this team has woefully underachieved in that area. And that's what really concerns me about this yeah. talent acquisition group that they have. I think they've missed. Yeah, they haven't done a great
0: job generally on the second and third tier caliber players. they have there's a lot of good first tier players. I mean the Browns have two all pros, right The rest yeah. of the division combined has two all pros right So I get it they have some like really elite caliber players. But they have other spots where they got zeros, yeah. and you, and you yeah, can't you, afford that. You just can't have zeros at D tackle. Yeah. You just even if they was fives, right? Right. You
3: could do something with fives. Like yeah. you could tell fives, hey, just don't get blown off the ball. Stay right here. No pinner. No tackles. You ain't got to you. Just don't get blown off the ball. And we got guys that
2: not only don't make tackles, they get blown off the ball. You can't do anything. Now I will say I do. I'm a firm believer that. You get better the longer you do it. Yes. And and if you look at the first draft under Andrew Berry and you look at this draft or last year's draft, I think last year's draft could wind up being pretty good. You know, we'll go through the list again. Martin Emerson, we've already talked about him. He was he was a hit. Yep. Alex Wright, there's something there. We need to see more. Yeah,
3: I like yeah.
2: Uh, David Bell, disappointed. I expected yep. more out of him this year. Or two. I Disappointment, but not ready to give up on him. Perry on Winfrey. Okay. Need like some you. growing up to do. Yes, yeah. Uh Cade York. It is what it is. <laughs> Jerome Ford, we're going to get a big we'll look at next year. See. Yeah. And, and By and, the way,
1: I, I would already put Jerome Ford in the hit ca- co- category. I'm not ready to do that. Uh, he, we need well, to here's see why. more. Here's why. We didn't get to see him in his primary position. I saw enough from him as a return man to know that he can run the football. We also saw it in the yeah. preseason. Yeah. I think he's a hit. I, he's a hit. He he just a didn't get an opportunity teamer. to show. That's why I'm disappointed. When, when it was clear that the Browns had no future with with Kareem Hunt. What the hell? The season's over. These last two games. I'm disappointed I we agree. didn't see 15 carries a game in I, I agree. We don't know what he is now, and they that's the Browns fault.
2: So, I mean, listen, I'm not ready to declare this rookie class is is a game changer. Like
1: any class a year out, there's a question mark behind it. Sure, that. but
2: right. I think we've seen enough from some of these rookies to go, okay, I think there's something there we need to see more. That's fair. The class is a couple years back. I think you look at it and go, man, there's not a Greeny lot of hits Williams.
1: there. Williams. Look at their misses. I mean, my goodness, Greedy. That we?
2: wasn't this regime, though.
1: No, I know. But, but yeah, that was
2: that was Schwartz is this regime. So, yeah. So, you know, and there and I could go through the other years, too, and find guys Schwartz. that haven't worked out. And you know what? In fairness, a year or two from now, we may look back at this class and go, nope, bunch of misses there, too. It's so hard to say this early. I'm just saying, I yeah. think the longer you're in a role, the first time when you're a rookie GM and you're going through a draft for the first time you're going to make mistakes. And oh. then hopefully in year two, you're yeah. better. By now, there are no more excuses. You should be able to know what, how to identify talent, know what you're looking for, yeah. and go out and get those guys. Now,
0: ultimately, this regime is going to be graded based on what happens with Deshaun Watson.
1: By the way, um, it, well, because it was an all-in
3: move. It was an all-in move, yeah. yes. I, I'm, I'm just throwing this out here. McNuggets, I don't know if the stats department got
4: this. Uh, What's this up? Book. I got you, G.
3: Um, we know we need a receiver. God, it just popped into my head. One Calvin Ridley.
4: He, he got he got he got thrown he out for the trade. He's on the ja- the Jaguars traded for him this year. Yeah, son of, a- yeah they got him too. Yep. Yeah, Sunshine's got Calvin Ridley. This guy, shoot. they're cheating, bro. This
3: what I'm. This this,
0: one. <laughs> My, this. Yeah, he was. That trade was kind of under the radar at the trade deadline. They
3: snuck him in. Yeah. And they got these other receivers.
0: This is crazy. Yeah, they got Zay Jones.
3: Oh, uh, they kind of listen. That's why I be mad. People talk about one year. Hey man, we got to change the culture. This dude came out here, made some trades. And Peterson is now like the, the Jaguars, Jaguars were a
0: disaster under Urban Meyer.
3: Oh, it was like horrible. Now they did
0: this good. I, yeah, well,
2: they also play in a pretty lousy division. Yes. So that's and had Trevor out.
0: Lawrence for a full season. Yeah, not, you know,
2: yeah, he, also uh, worth pointing out, I guess we're re- the athletics reporting that uh, Brandon Staley's going back. He's going to stay with uh, the Chargers yeah. one more year. Fired the OC today, fired the passing game coordinator, but Brandon Staley, local boy. He's gonna get one more year. I don't the I think that's a
1: mistake. I'm I, surprised. I thought, Staley, to me, I, thought, I, I thought he'd be fired. I thought he'd be fired after how that Staley. playoff loss. How
3: did he stick around,
1: bro? It's unbelievable. That, I mean, because his decision last year at the last game of the regular season cost them a playoff berth. And this <laughs> year, I'm sorry. 27? I, like, I don't know that I've ever seen a team, maybe Atlanta in the Super Bowl, but he took his foot off. He didn't take his foot off the gas, he got out of the car. Yeah. I don't know which is
3: worse. That Jets loss or that loss. Because the Jets playoffs, though. but that's the, but this is
1: the playoffs 27 yeah. to 27 nothing. rip. And amazingly, after the game, Herbert gave him a resounding vote of confidence like, This yeah. is my guy, I don't want to see him go. Man, that's amazing! Wow, I've never. My dad called me and said, Hey,
3: because we was he was he came to my house and we was like, He we went and got something to eat. My mom and dad left, he could say, Hey, um, did you know? did the, Did the Jaguars won that game? I said, shut up bro They was we was a 27 nothing bro yeah and I, I turned it on I turned sports center on by the way, that's a good thing about sports center right like you can turn it on and rewind it I turned sports center on, and I just couldn't believe it like how can you not get first downs? All you had to do was get
0: a couple first downs they didn't like, run the ball at all they don't run we they didn't
4: get a single first down in the fourth quarter yeah. And to your point, G, my dad I talked to my dad on uh, Saturday, Sunday morning because what a terrible night of football like no, it's fantastic. I go, what are you talking about? I that? thought it was great. He goes, it was I unbelievable. No, he didn't know. He goes. Oh no, he was twenty-seven. Know. Nothing. I went to bed. I'm like, yeah. go on ESPN.com. Like, <laughs> yeah. And then like, uh, I think I missed something. Man. I thought yeah. this
1: weekend. I know it's been you know marketed now as Super Wildcard yeah. Weekend. I think the way they do it with the two games Saturday, three Sunday, yeah. and the Monday night game. No, I number, hate them. I, I, I agree. It. I, I hate love it. Mo- I know it puts them at a disadvantage for reloading disadvantage. for the next round, but it gives fans another big playoff I love yeah, it. I, 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 li- I like Otherwise, it. Otherwise, you know what you're watching last night? Nothing. Rose. Hey, by the way, kudos, <laughs> Rose. kudos to Dak Prescott. We've killed him a
0: lot over the years. He played his ass off last he was- night. Awesome he was last spent. Time. I mean, he missed his first three I passes. Mean, I don't think he missed after that. He missed like one or two. Yeah, and I think play. 11
1: in a row after that, he broke Troy Aikman's record for the they most consecutive completions by a couple of player. They
0: killed him. They them. Them. That, that was so weird with their you. kicker. I, I, He'd I been be great, great all year.
1: Unreal. 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 Hang on. Before
2: you move on, yeah. there should not be a Monday night game. There should be. Why? Because they have to go from Tampa to Dallas, and now they have to go to San Francisco on two days less rest. than it's one day less. No, The
4: Niners played yeah. on Saturday. It's two days.
2: Oh, you're saying Ooh. the Niners. Oh,
4: the Niners-Cowboys game is on Saturday? It's on Sunday. Okay, it's on so, Sunday, yeah.
2: So, they have two days less rest. Oh, yeah,
1: I see what you're saying. No, it would be very unfair to make them play next Saturday after playing on a Monday. No, but I mean, they still have
2: to travel across the country. No, I, I so get I, that. So, I think it's – I mean, I know everything's driven by TV. But, I get yeah. it.
1: But I think it's a terrible. Putting Dallas on a Monday night in the playoffs. Yeah made the league in the tens of millions yeah, of dollars. It was a terrible game. Because though. it's going to it was a massive number. Yeah. was very bad. What they've done is they're just spreading this playoff love out over 3 days. Yeah. The football that we got Saturday and Sunday, I know that they started and ended with blowouts. But the four games in the middle were all one-score games. Yeah. all decided by one play, literally by one play. I just more back. I'm oh. back to my childhood. I'm looking at these
3: division games. It's the it's, NFC East. It's 1998. Yeah. That yeah. is yeah. 1992. You're right. You're right. Like, this is this is all there was every single year. Matter of fact, the, all those teams play five
1: times a piece on Monday Night Football. Yeah, right, right. I only thought there was those teams I, in the Browns. It's the, what it is in the NFC. Is it, yeah. it's you got the NFC East. Minus the Commanders right. versus the 49ers. Yeah. But. That's it. That's all that's left in the playoffs. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I don't know that it's ever happened that you've had three teams from one division.
4: First time in the history of the I, NFL.
0: I really feel like Dallas is going to beat. I have Dallas to San Francisco as my NFC championship game
1: because I thought the Vikings Dallas were going to win. Dallas is such an enigma. I've, the week before, they, yeah, they, they, could, they couldn't get a first down. Yeah. They could not get a first down. So I don't know who they are.
3: I tell you that Purdy kid, man. I don't. I and don't, we're gonna man. do a full after a <laughs> deal. We're gonna get into all the know. NFL Purdy, chaos. Man. Well, I ain't never seen we that. We got ten I minutes can... left of the Browns here, though. We'll we're gonna see. get to all that. I want to say NFL one thing stuff.
1: quickly about the Buccaneers. <laughs> <laughs> I think what the Buccaneers proved this year, more than anything else, out of all the things that I saw from the postseason, and, and, and the Chargers too, it is a referendum on this idea that you can just pass your way through the playoffs. Tom Brady threw the ball. <laughs> (laughs) 66 times (laughs) but they've done that all year I know they have but you know as much as this is a passing league and I thought Aikman and and Joe Buck talked about this perfectly last night yes it's a passing league but you run in the NFL to establish the pass and if you come to the party and you just tell everybody I'm here to throw you're going home. See, r- you see, are going home. Hey, the Chargers it, and the Buccaneers. I mean, are the Chargers should never lost.
0: I don't think they lost for that reason. Amen. I do. I mean, you've got to be more balanced. Pass- I, I, just- I agree. If you can run the ball and are the Chiefs balanced? They
1: can yes, run it effectively. Yeah, absolutely. They the can Chiefs run, are a lot more than they You don't have to be a run
0: think.
2: dominant team, but you have to be able to run it effectively hey. when you when you have to run it. Oh, and and, if, and if the, if Chargers the Chargers in the second half the ball, just get a couple playing. first downs. See, see. Just move the clock. Hey, but that, again, <laughs> it goes back to that's why Jim Schwartz is here yes. because the Browns believe in that too. Like you got to stop the run when the
1: other team is passing, jamming the, it down your throat. Passing the
3: ball, passing the ball is like radiation. And small dose is great. Take an X-ray. Cool. Small doses, right? Hey,
0: 66 we, passes. Yeah. 66 pounds. is going to Trinidad. Myra so, was fired today. He got fired? Yep. He did get
1: well, fired. I, yeah. I mean, I, as comments. I'm watching the game, yeah. and it was it was a dichotomy. of their, their whole season was that way. We saw that when we yeah, played yeah. against them. And, all they had to do against Cleveland is run the ball. And Tom Brady stayed too long. You know, he's not. Look, Tom Brady, by
0: the way, like every I feel like on Twitter, everybody's like, Tom Brady's still great. It's not his fault at all. Or Tom Brady sucks. When as usual, the, it's in the, middle. The, the is in the middle. Yeah. Tom Brady's not the same player. He's 45. That's clear, he's forty-five. But he's still good enough. There's ten teams that would hey, love to have Is he going to play next year? I, yes I or no? I think Mikey's he's ready good to good strangle to us start. because
2: I think we're flipping the order here. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah I know <laughs> we. are. We'll get back. This, this is a good have, conversation. If we
4: have more time. I would say let's we'll get into it because there's no way we're doing in eight minutes and we got a DD coming. What? Tom Brady? I'll do it in three minutes. Is he playing next year? Yes.
2: Yes,
1: but not in Tampa. Not in Tampa. I don't think he's in Tampa either. Yeah, he playing. Where's he playing? He'll, he'll, he'll force his way somewhere. I mean, Oakland. If I. So here's the choices. Las Vegas. Sorry. Las Vegas. Yeah. And because obviously the, the Josh McDaniel Yes. Tennessee needs a quarterback. I'm and he going. and Mike Vrabel are very close. Yeah, I, they have got no skill position talent don't besides, Henry. They, besides Henry. Besides Henry. No he got receivers. He's going with no hey. receivers. Tom Brady can make receivers. And I still believe last uh, night that we saw Tom Brady missed a lot of passes that were wide open. Yeah. But last night was a perfect example of, Dallas knew what they were going to do. They pinned their ears back, and they have the best game disruptor in the NFL. You know, if you and look, Parsons was in his shorts If I'm Tom long, Brady, I'm going to the Jets. No. They're no. a better team. Than, I don't think he wants to go back he, to that division. He's,
2: wherever he goes, they have to be ready to win right now. And I don't think the Raiders are ready to win the right Jets now. The Jets are
0: the best team that needs a The Jets
2: have very good receivers. Yeah, they have
0: great receivers. they got a great running back in Brees Hall, assuming he's healthy next year. they he want, got a real good defense. I don't think he wants to play in cold. I weather. was just going to say that. Does he want to play on. in cold again? Yeah
2: uh, t- t- Tom Brady to me now, we had Joe Varden on last week, and Joe said something. I-, I kept thinking about what Joe said watching Tom last night. LeBron can still give you LeBron numbers, but he's not going to elevate everyone else yeah, around him. Tom Brady yeah. now. And that's kind of where Tom that's is now. Is, yeah. He can yeah. give you production, yeah. but he can't turn schmucks into yeah, I elite would like, players I would anymore. To see,
1: we talked about this at the beginning of the year when we were talking about the Browns, what are they going to do with Kareem Hunt, and I had said, if I'm the Bucks, I'm trading for Kareem Hunt right now. I need Kareem Hunt. He brings to my team what we need. Yeah. And they have an abundance of receivers. They could have afforded you to know. give up something at receiver. I, I just, this whole season was kind of an experiment. Like, let's see what can happen if you just go out there and sling it 50 times a game. And we saw what happened. And last night, we saw it in plain they living scored a very good team. I would love to have seen what yeah. Tampa Bay could have done with an offensive coordinator that realized the importance of the run and a front office that realized that Kareem Hunt might be the missing piece there.
2: I don't think Kareem I I don't think Kareem is he, the Kareem you, you guys think. No, nah, I agree. I think well, you're right.
1: It's because we haven't seen nobody, it. No, nobody nobody offered funny. anything I don't, for him at We're gonna find out next year when he goes back to Kansas City. What I'm interested in what I'm interested in is I need yeah. to see
3: if we could put po- if we could poach some of these receivers at Tampa Bay. They don't got no quarterback. You might as well rebuild. You've been you putting bed a bed in point. it. You yeah, got Mike
0: Evans. You got Godwin. Chris Godwin would be a great fit. Godwin's
3: for a great I, I,
1: receiver. Yeah. I love him.
3: You, you, they need to go ahead and strip that down and stop playing around. So can you get one of those guys for something? Yeah. Sure, you could. Godwin's the guy I w- I would go after. Yeah, I would talk like him.
1: I'd like to have Godwin on this. And the list. other playoff I, I Boy, they're, they're Gage. You, were you guys watching later? Or did you turn yeah, it on? no, I was no, watching. I shut off. Yeah, that was scary. Him. Yeah, um, I need,
2: you, I need to go over. I was watching. <laughs> By the way,
1: i give. That's why the NFL has embraced gambling. We were out You're watching. Right there for what we were out said.
0: watching the uh, Mikey and Anthony and I went out. We watched the end of the Dolphins Bills game at at uh, Game On in Lakewood. We did had you had watch time. the Bengals
1: game then? Out. No, I, don't oh, I was going to say
4: out. that is totally. No, not no, and yet. then
0: we watched the Giants Vikings game. The Giants were excellent. They played great.
4: Um, We're going to talk about that. Don't worry, Danny Dimes,
0: man. And then the uh, I, I was sweating out. The Bengals did not play well, uh, obviously, and that was game. But that man, that that fumble touchdown
1: was unbelievable. Did you agree or disagree with the notion from these you know Twitter referees that there yeah. was a block in the back on that return? Yeah, there was. I, I thought, thought so too. live. Watch yeah, it I, live I, I, I did too. I you was shocked. I them. was shocked. They never talked about. It. I'm like, I, what? How,
0: where, where is the flag? What I didn't understand is the Bengals had four guys running with him. Why didn't one of them turn around before he got there and block him the right way?
1: Because they could have. They had, they had a convoy, (laughs) you know. But you know what are you going to do?
0: Yes, I'm not one of these homers that can't admit when my call gets. Just like Giants fans were whining about that pass, uh, about that uh, hit in the head to Kirk Cousins. It was soft. But it was, he hit him in the helmet. They
1: call that every time. Every time.
4: That was of course it's it. soft,
1: but that's the rule. Well, there was an offsides that was called against Bosa that I thought was incredibly tic-tac. His helmet was over the line. Yeah. After, you know, his entire body was behind the line, right? But you could see that, you know, they put the red line over the line yeah, of scrimmage yeah. where just the tip of his helmet was in that zone and they called, they called a penalty. Now it was ended up being a huge sack, which damn near took him out of field goal range on the next play. They scored a touchdown. Yeah. And if you look at that football game right. and how close it was, th- right. I thought the officiating this weekend was bad. I did. I, it's always bad. We just, the again,
0: finals. I don't understand in 2023 why we don't have a replay official in every stadium, at minimum for the playoffs to get the call. I don't, yeah. I don't want to hear about this is not reviewable. This is I got a guy watching the game with all the angles. And if in 30 seconds, he could see a clear well, miss. They call, were doing that. Directed. They were doing that this weekend with that quick but, review. Right. Thing. But they, and they did it last year. But the only they only do it for things that are reviewable. I right,
2: think they should right. do it for everything. Oh, are you well, that's holding it down. calls. That could
1: What's slow. That? everything Are you going to
2: start doing it for penalties and holding? Yeah, calls? that
1: could slow everything down. Yeah. I would. I did, oh, 15 pull, yeah, five seconds, hours but, or
3: less. People will go crazy because that's the premise of it there's certain things that's a judgment like there's certain
1: things that and that's you if you've been called it's got to be
0: obvious but i know but people, the problem with it, that is you, when,
1: you think, when you're late in a game and a team's yeah. in a hurry up and you're going there's a rhythm that you develop right if every play is be hold on we gotta look and no as, you take that away as, as in a the player, rhythm of the game you can and, if
0: you don't get it in in time if you don't make the change in time if it's not obvious as a, as a player every, every defensive
3: lineman can respect this yeah. as a player if they call it in one way you can you know okay well let, let me adjust my game because they call it it this way. But if you got somebody else up top making calls, you're like, hold on, hold on. So in the first quarter, yeah, right. Like, obviously this
0: is the, 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 the speed of yeah. the game, how we call it, it But now all of a sudden some other dude is but pulling it, it, Yeah, but in the end, we got, you know, listen, the officials make some mistakes. We got all these high-def TVs. We see everything. They make mistakes. What are you going to do? It's a hard job. Um, uh, Go I've, ahead, I've got What'd good news, do? guys. What's yeah.
1: that? The, uh, the minimum fee for a James Earl Jones voiceover is $2 million. Oh, so well, oh, you got that. We chip in. Oh, Easy we're, money. we're in the ballpark. You know what you do? If you, we do those super chats. You do, those super, car chats. Jason's
4: car, you do
1: those super chats. We get two million people to give yeah. us a buck. We got Jones. That's the start. This is the ultimate <laughs> Cleveland sports show. That's the, all we need. The start. Two million tell you, you, this is,
2: we'll take the Frank Kellyendo knockoff.
1: So here's what I sent. Here's what I sent to Frank. We'll, we'll, we'll see if we get a response. My man, do you do a James Earl Jones? It's his 92nd birthday, and here on the Ultimate Cleveland Sports (laughs) Show, we asked, who is the second best voice ever? I say you, because you probably do a great James. Am I right? We'll we'll see. We'll see. We'll see.